0: What's up, Banana Bunch? 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 Welcome to the Jungle Gym's Podcast. What's up, Banana Bunch? Mark here, host of the Jungle Gyms Podcast, and you know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the Jungle Gyms Podcast. For those of you listening to the audio-only version, I appreciate your support so much. Thanks for tuning in. And hey, if you're one of those people who wants a little bit more of that jungly action, join me over on YouTube, because we're releasing episodes there, too, you get a little more action. Like, you can see the bottles of wine that I'm talking about today, because right before I taped this segment, I ran into Ferd, who you've met on the show before, and he showed me a bunch of fun new wines that came in. So these will show up on TikTok, too. But I had a couple bottles here from this brand called Medea, wine from the goddess. Although it's only 1D in goddess on the packaging, so it might be Godis. I Can you tell I'm fun on the internet? Uh, but I wanted to show off these bottles. They're so ornate. Like this first bottle, I almost don't know really how to describe it. It looks like an ancient, they're, they're both products of Georgia, uh, not the state uh, for those of you wondering, at least as best as I can tell, right? Yes, no, it, I had to double check. The fine print was very fine. But this first one here almost has this like, Ancient, you know, I've got God of War coming up soon here on PlayStation. Gives me God of War vibes. You got like the nice kind of like ornate design to the bottle. There's this fun. It's like a handle, but I'm sure it's not intended to be used this way. But there's a hole in the center of the bottle so you can actually get a better grip on it. Huge fan of that. I really like this other bottle from Medea that came in too, where it's uh, it's like blue. It, again, they all look ancient. It looks like you found these bottles at Pompeii. You're like, oh, cool. Well, the volcano didn't get it all. Uh, but they have this beautiful little ornate drawing of a uh, Georgian villa on the back and some people enjoying the wine on front. Haven't got to try the wine yet. We'll save that for TikTok. But, you know, with all this dragon action that's been happening lately in pop culture, I thought it'd be good that I mentioned this one too. Since we had a lot of the dragonfire wine move, it was like probably what, I think it's still our biggest TikTok yet. Uh, but this one's called yellow dragon wine. I have the blackberry one in front of me, but I picked this up because, you know, uh, Lord of the Rings just wrapped its first season. Game of Thrones is happening. Everybody's hot on dragons right now. Uh, and after the dragon fire wine thing here, I was like, Well, more dragons and more wine. Let's talk about it. Uh, And again, I haven't tried this either, but again, sweet little bottle here. We've got this nice kind of bottle stopper lid. Uh, There's a gold clasp on it, which I keep trying to figure out if I can open without destroying the wine, as well as this very cute little uh, golden dragon wrapping around the bottle. So this is the kind of fun stuff that you can expect to see here at Jungle Gyms. And this is a great way for me to cleverly segue into reminding you all that on November 12th, The International Wine Festival is coming up. Want to get those tickets? I know I've been mentioning for the last bunch of episodes that I wanted to sell out the connoisseur tickets, which was like fancy talk for VIP. And guess what? Honestly, by the time you watch this video, they might actually have already sold out. But if not, you're at a very, very last chance to get connoisseur-level tickets to get some of those delicious food pairings, some of the special wines. I believe you get early access as well. Don't quote me on that last part. Just go over to junglegems.com. You can find out information there. You can buy your tickets online. I believe you can buy them in the store as well. And if not, well... I'm wrong, and you can just blame it on me later. There's video evidence of me being wrong. (sighs) Off to a good start. So speaking of which, this week's episode, let's dive in. You know, we've had Phil, our director of development, on the show a few times here recently, and I thought it'd be fun. We kind of pitched him this idea about, quote, getting filled in. So every time Phil has something fun going on, you know, we've got all this construction, and I almost called it surgery. Uh, I guess it is. It's uh, international market surgery. Uh, but we have this construction going on, so we thought we might talk about that. I know a little while back we talked about the 10-year anniversary of Eastgate. But Phil also had a really cool thing that he had reached out to some local students, uh, and they, we brought them in. So actually, you know what? Let's just dive right into that. Uh, I'd like you to meet Lex. She's from Miami University, studying all kinds of fun things. And of course, Phil returning to the show. Let's do this. I'm bringing it back. It's time to get filled in. Hi, Phil. How's it going? Welcome back. And before we go too far on the Phil updates and all this fun stuff, we've got another guest with us today. Lex, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Um, Hi, I'm Lex. Uh, I go to Miami University um, and I am studying interior design.
0: Cool, awesome, uh, and just a quick note too. What what brings you here to the jungle? Why do we why are we sneaking you onto the podcast today? <laughs>
1: well, um, it's kind of a funny story. So I actually met Phil through my business class, and I know you guys touched on the topic about how we were coming up with like innovative ideas for Jungle gyms. Um, and so I was in that class, and when we came and visited, I was he mentioned he was like the designer, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going for interior design. And so we kind of just been talking about so, it.
2: So they broke into the class, broke into groups, entrepreneurial, correct? Yes. And broke into different groups. And each group uh, emailed me. We scheduled different uh, meet times, did some video chats before or after, depending on the group, asked questions, and then they put together packages uh, as if they were selling something to Jungle Gyms. To, oh, cool. To fix a problem that we either knew or didn't know about. I love it. I know every year it's cool. A
0: little fresh uh, outside perspective always helps a little bit. I think that's a cool thing. I wonder how many other companies do that. I bet that's not common. Uh,
2: I don't know. Um, I'm not really sure, but I know I I use coming in next. Oh, cool! So that'll be another. Is this where I tell
0: people they threw me out of college? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, mom and dad. I'm glad you haven't mentioned that recently. (laughs) Yeah. So
2: Lex, uh, we met, or she stopped me after. Her group went by and said, hey, uh, one of my stipulations for my class is I have to uh, visit a construction site. And I was like, well, ours is not the right one. (laughs) (laughs) Ours is in slow motion right now. We're not ready to go. So I emailed a couple of the friends uh, in the business and nobody really had anything active that would fit her criteria. So I reached out to my friends at Champlin and Katie and what was it, Melissa? Uh,
1: Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so they actually directed me over to Heather, who's the interior designer over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got it set up. And me and my friend went over there. And we visited the children's Dayton. Okay. Um, I got to see so,
2: the pictures. They were cool. Yeah. Oh, awesome.
1: It was so cool. Like, going there and learning about stuff, I would have never learned about stuff in class. So right. it was, like, so weird to see. Um, but I met Heather, and then I also met Liz. Um, And so they took us over there. And the first thing that I noticed was on the front, I want to say, they almost look like metal, almost like a metal material. Um, And when you look at it, it looks like a different color blue from like every angle, but it's all one blue.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah.
1: And they call it Dayton's blue. Um, So that was really cool. That was something that really stood out to me. Um, Mm. and then I learned about some of the interior that they're doing. Yeah. Um, so like each floor has like a different like theme and different color. Um, and so like. It's
2: like our store. Yeah. Everywhere you go. Yeah. Yeah. And so (laughs) apparently
1: a rule that they have is like, you can't have the same like theme, I guess. Mm -hmm. So the themes over there is the first floor is an orange owl. The second was an aqua paper airplane. Okay. Um. The third was a green hawk, and then the fourth was a purple butterfly. But yeah, I, I like just thought purple
3: butterfly. Yeah, me too.
1: Yeah, and I just thought that they were all the same symbols. Like, I didn't know that they changed them. I've never huh. noticed that. Yeah. So that now was really cool to learn about. you're looking at things from
2: a whole different perspective. You'll walk through here and be like, oh, my gosh, I never saw that. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think the color and animal of this room is? <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> it may <laughs> be not an animal, <laughs> but it could be a, a color and noun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good grief, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, this floor is the psychedelic mushroom, you know. Yeah,
2: so I told her, I, I said, uh, you know, that meeting when your group went through may have changed your life, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's really cool,
0: yeah. What an amazing experience, isn't that cool? So, well, and so I know originally we were joking, I was gonna have you give me the Eastgate updates now, but I'm like, I'm locked in. Here. I know, uh, I think we knew no, it go was gonna happen, <laughs> no, uh. What are some of the things that you – so Phil said this, I think, really well, was, you know, talking about things that either we knew as problems or things we didn't know as problems. So in your walkthroughs here at The Jungle, what were some of the things you noticed,
1: um, good or bad? Okay.
0: I'm actually <laughs> excited about the bad a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you um, know? It's, always, and, you know, it's, be to be honest, it. it's, it's perspective. We don't have to agree.
1: Yeah. Well, I honestly – I didn't notice – A lot of bad, like, it's just very overwhelming. So when I was trying to leave, I was like, I have no idea where the exit was. And so I actually came back up to the front and then there's the sign that says there's no exit past this point. And I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I don't know where to go. (laughs) So I started panicking, but I found it. Um, And so like some of like my group's ideas, we came up with like a miniature grocery store for kids that like parents can go drop their kids off. Um, And we called it Jungle Jimmys,
2: Which is... A name we had actually considered years back when we were really? doing, yeah, um, do We were contemplating little stores around the city, yeah. And we thought, do we want to call Jungle Gyms or do we want to call Jungle? And they had the same name. I was like, oh, Whoa. that's. Super cute. I had to stop them in their presentation, <laughs> which I didn't do much. I was like, wow, we were going to use that name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun.
1: Yeah, and so. Our second one was samples, but it was more like the international samples. So like how you can use that in your like everyday meals. Because yeah. a lot of people come in and they're like, I have no idea what that is. Which is,
2: we're trying to restart the demo pro- sure. program, but we don't want to do it again like every other grocery store and like how we did it. where um, you just stick a you know, toothpick in right. something and you know, or a pretzel in whatever. And you know, we, they were pretty on it. Yeah, I
0: think having that a bit of a presentational angle, you know what's funny, is I remember when when I was shopping Eastgate more regularly than I was here, there was one guy, and I don't know his Sean. name. Uh, you know exactly what i'm talking about was like a carnival barker yes. he's like come on come on we got this Sean. sauce today and he was great and like it was really fun i think that's i think that's a beautiful idea and realistically lax my goal of taking this job was just to eat my way through the store slowly but surely every day so anything we can get get me one closer to my goal that's fine
1: yeah and i think honestly with samples how cool would it be to have like a conveyor belt like have them bring it out so it's not just like a person.
0: Have you been to any of those restaurants with the conveyor belts out like, the not. sushi place? I have not. I have
1: seen them though. And I've also seen people when they put their phones on it and like, it just goes around and some people don't even notice. So it's like, you're kind of like watching like yeah. just people interact like normal. Sure. But then you have the people that are like staring at it. Yeah. They're like, what is uh, going on? recording. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm on TikTok now, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yes. I mean, that would be a good TikTok for us. I, I feel like we should have a fake, we should have a fake conveyor belt somewhere in we'll here. We'll just
2: do it on the Segway.
0: Yeah, there we go. And the Segway races, I'm just gonna oh, keep throwing yeah, all these yeah. ideas out here on air so that it definitely happens. Segway races. Jungle, you're watching right now. Segway races in the store. I'll wear a helmet, whatever it takes. I got a crash suit.
2: <laughs> Some of the other uh, groups had uh, ideas. Very, almost everyone had the same concept that we need an app. Um, a nap? app. Oh, and I'm sorry. sorry. I was just like, we yeah. need
0: a nap. I was like, that's so weird. Why we need we... a nap? I mean, uh, sure, but <laughs> which How could we
2: you do say no to a nap. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, we, that's my suggestion. For the longest time, we you know we would ask people, "What would you want our app to be?" You know, to ask a hundred people, get a hundred different answers. Sure. But now we're getting to the point where we're narrowing it down, and we're getting closer and closer to, you know, our search bar. <laughs> Or I think we're the last store in the country to have a search bar, but the media went crazy, right? Yeah. Um, because it was such a challenge to find it. you know, items in the store. It's
0: funny about that. I, I, I was a little upset with some of the public's response to it, where they were like, oh, it's about time. I know. Well, well, I it was. Thinking, well <laughs> sure, but that notwithstanding, you know, we're not like a regular store where no. it's not, you know, uh, how many products are there in here? Like 200,000, yeah. something crazy like that. And they're all different. And they're always moving. Right. Always moving, always changing. And never like, know I think what could, it's going
2: to be Yeah, when you
0: compare day. that to the corporate stores, by the way, which they might have the search, it never right. has been correct it's for me. It's never accurate. So that's like ha- the problem was like, yeah, great. Well, I can go on. A redacted name site yeah. and look this product up, but then I get there and they don't have it. And They are hit me with the "Would you like a substitution?" No, I wanted this. Right. Uh, so what's been really refreshing to me is that ours works yeah. and is effective. And I think that maybe that's why people were so excited. It's great now too because you you know it, it,
2: I don't some know. of the other ideas were childcare, uh, which we have explored in the past. Really, um, I mean, drop your kid off, but yeah. you know it's that's a tough one because the child. You know, laws in Ohio with uh, daycare and what have you um, is a little bit challenging. And our store is kind of designed for kids. Even if you're an adult, you're looking at it from a kid's perspective. For sure. So they're distracted anyway. So, yeah. and you always worry about giving the wrong child to the wrong, you know. Of course, not too many, yeah. So, but that one was kind of, we had explored many, many times. Um, Oh, somebody else brought up the basement, you know, turning it into a big cave, you know, like a... uh, a purple a person's cave, you know, like they would have at home, a male or female cave um, kind <laughs> of concept yeah. with a bar and TVs and different rooms. And that was cool too. Yeah,
0: that's really cool. So. I, have a, I have a dream for down there. Do you want me to tell it here? Do you want me to tell, yeah, I'll yeah. tell you? Yeah, yeah, Okay, <laughs> so my dream, I, I even did art of this. This is how it, this is how strongly I felt about this idea. I want it to be like a an Asian, Night market, like a street food market, oh, yeah. With just like a couple, just I've been a couple A lot of those on YouTube. I watch. That's almost all I watch yeah. on TV now. And so I went. I know and my made, name. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> when we get off the show. I'm gonna send you the little drawings I did. I'm like, this is what I think it could look like. That'd be cool. And I kept thinking, I was like, this would be amazing. And you know what's crazy is I've been thinking. I've been Phil. I've been sitting on this for like a month or two, probably maybe longer than that. And uh, the Blink Festival yeah. is doing a one-off version of it, and I'm like. Did they steal my art? Um, I, mean, I know that's not real. That's crazy. But like, yeah, but I was like, oh, it was one of those moments where I was like, I think I'm okay, close so to an
2: idea. Breaking news. We're adding on to the back of the building, but... <laughs> we already have a drawing for what he just described going on as <gasps> the second better. phase. Sweet. So perfect. In that case, I'll
0: still send you my artwork, just yeah. in case you need any I, visual I would love that. By the way, I think it, it looks really cool. Yeah. It was, I, I, I really am biased. very intrigued by
2: that because yeah. it's, it's not going to be in this phase, but the next phase we're trying to work that out so we can sell it. So oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. It'd be so cool. Lex is going to walk through after this and she's going to have a whole different perspective now of our store yeah. from the interior design,
0: maybe this is a good time for this since you're in this room. And I'd argue this is definitely one of the crazier installations in here. Yeah. It and, was
1: definitely like what caught my eye when I walked through the door. Like I was looking at, it, I was like, is that just like a random room? Like I had no idea that you guys did podcasts. That's awesome. And then I, <laughs> it is. Um, Phil mentioned, he was like, oh yeah, like we do a podcast, whatever. Her and eyes I was lit like, up. Yeah. And I was like, is that the room up front? And he was like, yeah, exactly. And I was like, it caught my eye.
0: The system works. Mm -hmm. As somebody who walked in, saw it, it caught your eye, but your immediate thought wasn't podcast. What would you? What would be something that to you would maybe scream that a little more effectively to people walking in? Besides me being in the booth doing something (laughs) live, right?
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, I did like I didn't really take a full look, so I didn't even notice the microphones. Yeah. I just saw the wall, and then that was basically it. And I was like. Do they do like I thought you guys did a show in here? I was yeah. like, maybe that's what they do, but I was like, or it's just storage or decoration. I have no idea because you mean, never know. So what sure to here.
0: You never know what. To hear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. always tell the story about how my friends didn't think the cooking school was real and they just thought it was a, a fake door. Jungle put it, and I was like, right. well, that does seem like something he would do. It <laughs> is a real cooking school. It's the one of the oldest in Ohio, right. you know, and it's great. Yeah. So yeah, that's been cool.
2: going on for a long time. It's crazy to think about, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. oldest daughter was like four, eight or something when we started that really yes yeah, oh 32? man two yeah time has passed <laughs> yeah. holy smoke i'm like hold it together phil we can't show either of our ages <laughs> i haven't aged at all yeah no yeah right we just did the uh, 10-year anniversary at eastgate right yeah we had the employee uh appreciation party and i'm looking at the pictures of me i'm like whoa didn't he? I didn't have facial hair.
0: Yeah, I, I saw a couple at one point, I was like, is that Phil? And then I, right as I was like having that thought, I think it was Lucky came up, he goes, oh look, it's Phil. <laughs> and I was like, oh cool. Sweet, it was film. I, my brain still got it. Um, well, maybe we should touch on that a little bit. I know we talked previously about the ten year and like kind of the buildup of it. Yeah, but, that, that was uh, cool. that event
2: we did this weekend was crazy. Yeah, fireworks, touch the truck, crossroads did their thing. Yeah, uh, the tenants had a lot going on on the front. RJ Cinema had a live band, and uh, they had a lot going on out there and they've got the ice skating rink coming soon so i i know I,
0: I threatened to go over last year and then i just i after halloween i never made it over to yeah. i went over there for one event and then i never made it back i'm trying to make a concert it's really effort to make, cool out there yeah I'm, I'm trying to make a concerted effort to go to eastgate more frequently just because well, you know i mean the studios here obviously but at the same time like it is part we of we should build family. one over there i would love that phil or at least you know what worst case i'm like just put me a little corner in the right. jxc
2: you know? No, there's gotta be somewhere
0: better. Okay, I'm in then. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm looking at, listen Phil, well, so the big type big of guy. person I am, I'm like, how can I fit into the established Whoa. norm without making too big of a, a splash? But uh what I like about here is that when I do that, you guys are like, no, <laughs> let's do it crazy. And I'm like, that's secretly what I wanted. Maybe <laughs> it's at the
2: front entrance over there as well. Oh my gosh, can Whoa.
0: you even imagine? redo the airstream trailer and I'll broadcast Oh that. yeah,
2: you match. Can you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we could we could bring one out the uh, out of the back room when you do an event. We could do it on a handjack and bring it out there. That would be cool. A yeah. little stand up high. Yeah, that'd
0: be super cool. Whoa.
2: See, I, I like got this. a vision in my head, but yeah, we that'll probably be in January. Okay, That's fine. Okay. I, we've got
0: time. In the meantime, Jungle I'll will bring be mobile gone, stuff. We'll build it. We'll know. build it. And it'll come back. In. What's
2: this? <laughs> <laughs> Mark made in the office. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Jungle, we're doing an interview in like five minutes. Sit down. Ready to <laughs> Yo, go. You really would match. Wow. Isn't that funny? Yeah. But well, I will never forget when we first did we did i did like a really simple mock-up it was like a a picture of me sitting in a microphone like doing the podcast pose uh and then it was like at first i wanted to do something kind of like psychedelic-y and by the way a testament to all of you i'd look at you lex because this was your fault too but uh (laughs) no it was a testament to all of you because i was a brand new person but everybody was like well what do you want it to look like and i and i remember sitting at home being like do they really want my, do they really want that? And I was like, all right, I'm just going to draw crazy stuff and hope that this isn't it. And the, and the idea is pretty similar in that I had this vision of it being this like, I think my color scheme was slightly different, but I'm a bad artist. But it was like uh, was a this more- Mike? Yeah, Mike took it and my, I joke, Mike got the assignment and it took that and like made it a he little crazier. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. But I love the idea of having kind of like the jungle theming on the sides. And my goal was, as you said, Lex, was to create something eye catching that was like this new thing that was bursting through the established jungle theming and norm here with a little extra color a little it brought a little me in there and then when they made it so big i was just like uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> but on there, the, even funnier i've got a guitar hanging over there yeah. on the wall i bought that guitar and uh we were in progress and about three or four days after i got the guitar zach sends me the mock-up he goes hey mark i've got a, a mock-up from mike of the art on the wall do you want to see it i was like well of course he sends it and i'm looking i'm like holding the guitar in my living room i'm like Dude, you're not gonna believe this. I just bought a guitar that accidentally matches. Like it was just <laughs> yes. random because my, co- you know, the colors I was drawing was like purple. Like it right. was like spacey, you know? Anyway, sorry, this is not, this show's not about me, but- uh... <laughs> Why not? <laughs>
2: but... <laughs> anyway,
0: it was cool that, Yeah, that, no, that whole so, thing. It's been a, it, this is just, I I, I, bring I think it
2: she's in this, almost at that, that same point, I don't know you that well, but you, I think, had originally mentioned you were looking residential, right? Yeah. But this may cool. But this might give you the switch, huh?
1: Yeah. So at school, we do like a lot of commercial stuff. Mm -hmm. And we had one project where it was like kind of residential, but like at the bottom, they wanted like an art gallery. And so I kind of got the feel for residential, but I was like, no, I kind of want to try like actual houses. Sure. But at school, like I'm starting, like we're doing a hotel right now. Yep. So I'm like, this might be what I want to do. This is kind of fun. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's yeah. something we need here, too.
2: I know. The well, Jungle Airbnb. we definitely looked at I'm that. I'm sure you have. <laughs> many, yeah, many times. I mean, your I'd destination,
0: I'd be feel crazy if I thought well, you didn't.
2: And Spooky Nook, you know, they're opening soon. They've opened already, but... Wait, who's opening soon? Spooky Nook. What is In that? Hamilton, that indoor-outdoor sports complex.
0: Oh, I literally just read about them having a brewery
2: opening, I think, like yeah, this yeah. weekend there. Okay. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, they're... I, once they're full tilt, there'll be about 10,000 people visiting them a weekend. Oh, wow. And then I would say most of
0: them will probably come visit us, too. Oh, yeah. We'll, yeah oh, it's yeah. only
2: five, mi- five miles yeah, away. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's really flipped Hamilton upside down in a good way. Yeah. It really has. It's I've, very impressive. And
0: like the whole area. I, you know, I had uh, Travel Butler County and I guess depending on when this airs, they mm-hmm. may have aired or they will air <laughs> on this episode. Uh, but I had them in, and it's we had a little bit of a discussion about that, too, about how Hamilton's changed so much. I it's mean, beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's like a real place now. It's yeah. great. You yeah. know,
2: they struggled for a while, but they got it together. Doesn't everybody struggle for a <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So, okay, going back to the hotel thing, what was it about that that made you want to switch? Because I would assume, and this is my ignorance, so please correct me, but I would assume that a lot of the things you're designing and coming up with would be somewhat similar on a very basic level, right? Yeah. But so, what was it that made what what got you excited to? move into a more or, or at least consider moving into a more commercial space
1: yeah um so usually with our projects we spend like six weeks on them but this year we have like one project the whole semester oh okay so i feel like it might also be that that i get to like actually spend time with it and oh. like look into it sure um but i don't know like because i feel like a hotel's like kind of close to the, like the residential feel yeah um so i guess i kind of want to make my hotel feel like that like have that residential feel so it's not just like oh i'm in a hotel it has those yeah. long scary hallways yeah the back rooms <laughs> yes yeah and so i was like maybe that's what i need to start looking into huh. so that's
2: really cool yeah i think we inspect no it was pride children's hospital that inspired a lot of that as well no oh, i can't imagine and starting yeah. to see different uh see commercial differently yeah than, it's uh,
1: so much different in person yeah. like they talk about it in class and i'm like okay right over the head yeah, right i don't what remember a thing yeah. yeah
0: exactly <laughs> wait <for> that buzzer <laughs> yeah. i still am 235 happens i'm like that hasn't been an important time in my life since i was 18 but i still think about it when it happens that's
2: hilarious yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: no, that's really cool though. So what is your, what's your plan next? I mean, are you gonna come take over jungle gyms? Or are you gonna fight Phil And the, are, is this how we get the Segway race to happen? To um, control design she, and jungle gyms? take my job.
2: <laughs>
1: you It'll know? be a
0: collaborative, yeah. collaborative effort.
1: Right, Somebody Trans- has to you might take need it. to transition me into it cause I don't know if I can live up to that. <laughs> it's a big job. Um, so right now I plan obviously interior design. And then I want to go master in architecture just so I kind of have both under my belt. Cool. So, and at Miami, they kind of do both architecture and interior design together. So Mm. most of the time they start with like, here's like the land you have, Mm -hmm. design. So.
0: Like, that's how it is mm -hmm. here. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And I, I'm loving, I think that's maybe I, you know, again, we are very unique. And then I think that that's gotta be uncommon. At least in my experience in my jobs where it feels like most times it's about fitting me into a box versus here where they're like why are you in that box mark and i'm like well it feels comfortable you know yeah. and then you burst out you that i love it I, and i think it's really cool i think and I'm hoping retailers
2: that- are always looking to innovate and change and make it make it different for the customer yeah. so we look at it from a you know we do things a little bit different than they would do it yeah but i think that happens pretty pretty often it's
0: just always exciting to me to have these conversations. That's like, you know, coming into these bits, whenever, I mean, realistically with you, Phil, it's always like, all right,
2: what is the next strange thing we're going to do here at General Gyms? <laughs> the that, strangest would be if we could ever figure out that baseline. Yeah.
0: Know? Oh that, well, now that I know that my dream might happen on the top floor, which yeah. is cool. Still, we'll turn it into something. It'll be a small amusement park ride. I, I know you and I, I don't know. about it every time, but it's happening. Cart, you know, yeah, be awesome. Because then just, we
1: can have the race down there.
0: I know. I just want there to be a, one of the things that I feel like we need here in the building somewhere is one of those weird portal doors, so that you like <laughs> yeah. go into something. We
2: have the door.
0: Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I want to open it and be like, <laughs> Oh, this is crazy! And then you walk through and you're in like a different part. Maybe uh-huh. go. That's how you get to yeah. international. I was thinking as an easy. The other day, there's a pass through through one. I think it's by produce, maybe. Right. And yep. I was laughing about that. I was like, "This is a perfect That's test ground right for there. my portal." <laughs> 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 yeah. I was like, "I'm going to draw a Phil Portal. And well, we're going
2: to make this." At Eastgate, when we were uh, f- first opened, they, you know, they were working on the highway and they bought the golf course or golf cart uh, course, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they were trying to find a new home. And I went to the building department and I said, "We want to put it on our roof." Would't that be cool yeah with the glass going out over the edges that'd be awesome. I know we had plenty of foam on the uh, you know at yeah. the bottom you know they just didn't, didn't go sign on <laughs> <of>, you know <laughs>
0: of course yeah safety <laughs>
2: that Liability. would be awesome would yeah it,
0: it would it would be. <laughs> Listen, i I watched a video this morning of a glass slide in a mountain where you could look to the ground. I was like, I, yeah. if that's a thing, I'm pretty sure twenty. We could put you know, fake
2: cracking in the glass. And that, I was oh on the gosh. roof yesterday, so I was revisiting that, yeah. thinking, Whoa, well, we could go around this uh, heating and air unit. Yeah,
0: I mean, maybe it just has to be a secret thing. We got to treat a lot of things like a speakeasy now. <laughs> or like, we'll just do it until they send us a cease and desist letter. That's my move. helicopter slide. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, helicopter golf, too. There yeah. you go. Yeah, you got to putt from the air. Oh, my gosh. They should let us in a room together. This is a terrible idea. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I will shout this out to both of you. Thank you both for bringing... I, I thank Phil every time for this. I don't have a lot of guests that bring notes, so thank you for also bringing notes, Lex. Uh, you've really ranked up there pretty high. Phil's probably got to be number one. I'll give you at least silver medal spot. So I'll take it. You're still on the podium. But um, cool. Well, Phil thank you as always for telling us fun stuff about the store yeah fill us in (laughs) I think uh, this is a segment. We should do that. I, I know we we all talked about that, but we'll make that a thing and we'll get you a little fun segue yeah. segment. That'll be good. The segue segment. That's probably a whole <laughs> other bit now. All right. Remember that, everyone. Uh, and Lex, thank you so much for joining us. And if you ever have any fun ideas or content or suggestions or if you just want to come back to the show and scream out whatever thoughts you have into a microphone, you are always welcome back, too. Perfect.
1: Thank you. Yeah, you're
0: welcome. I wish you the best of luck in the future, too. Thank you. Bright young minds leading today. Waking us up. Yeah. Right. Us open, yeah.
2: <laughs> giving us new ideas. I love that. Shaking the dust off. Yeah. You know, I don't have dust on me. <laughs> anyway,
0: Lex, you did a great job. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Looking forward to seeing what other fun new ideas you have for Jungle Gyms. And of course, Phil, great job as always. Thanks for coming in and filling us. In. Now, Coming up next, I thought it would be fun. You know, you know me. I like there's a bit of a human interest angle to this all the time. And a little while back, uh, the gentleman coming up next, a filmmaker named... Uh, Terry Lukmeyer, as well as Terrence Huff. Uh, Terry, however, had been doing, had been planning a screening at our cinema over at the Eastgate location. So this was all part of my Eastgate coverage that I've been working on this year. Um, and once I remembered that it was a VIP event that wasn't available to the public, I was like, "All right, we got a little breathing time. Let's move it." I, I like introducing you all to my thought process on the show all the time so you know why things go the way they are and i try to kind of fan that out so with the student angle and all this fun stuff i thought it'd be fun to come on and talk about terry terry's an accomplished director and editor here in town he's worked in like big budget movies he'll tell you about those um uh, probably one of his most famous local ones that you'll know about is um, How We Lookin', which was a documentary on Marty Brenneman, starring Marty Brenneman. Great experience, but Terry's awesome, uh, and I always love to foster that kind of creativity. I thought it would be fun that, you know, since he was doing an event at a Jungle Gyms, it made a bunch of sense. So anyway, meet Terry, and Terrence, the Tares, let's tear through this bit.
3: We are the mm-hmm. Double T production. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> tee off? No, I'm an Eastsider, and he's he lives up I'm a, here. I'm, a, uh, I'm from the newly revamped
4: Hamilton.
0: Oh uh, ah, yes. Why? Well, he was going to say, I saw the River's Edge shirt, too. So I was like, yes. oh, do you actually have something to do with that? I uh,
4: work. i volunteered there since the very beginning, and uh, I've actually worked for the city for a couple of years. But... Now I'm just back to volunteer because I'm you know, working on these other projects. That's awesome. But I love River's Edge, free concert series. And now we got all these nice new restaurants up in Hamilton, we're killing it. Yeah, so it really I would invite are. everybody to come up yeah. and uh, try us out.
0: That's awesome. Well, I guess let's do this. Let's do actual introductions, but mm. better, better than my poor ones. So Terry, why don't you kick this off while I hold the uh, <coughs> How We Lookin' poster at the camera.
3: Yeah, so uh, I'm a uh, filmmaker, uh, mostly an editor forever, 29 years in yep. Cincinnati. Where corporate commercial work and everything and try to knock out a film uh, every, you know, I don't know, It's it, I've been on a roll lately. Uh, you really
0: have been on a roll yeah, lately. As um, someone who's gotten a lot of his work by knowing you, thank you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're one of my favorite actors. Uh, you're it. very, very uh, big time in demand. So I'm thankful <laughs> that I get
0: you on my, Dude, on you my project. <laughs> all, all jokes aside, I really do appreciate it.
3: Yeah. yeah, so I try to, um, you know, tell Cincinnati stories a lot of time, trying to expand out. Um, I'm absolutely horrible at raising money, as I bitched to you about before. For sure, um, but you know, uh, you got to keep going. If you're creative, you know, yeah. you got to find your outlet and do your thing.
0: You're a lot tougher than I am in that space too, with the raising money thing. Where it's hard for all creators. I'll just talk right into the Mark camera. It's very hard for almost. Imagine me on my soapbox money comes uh, very infrequently in the creative space. So be kind to your creators and support us when you can. Uh, but I do—I know that like, I'm almost too afraid to ask for it. So usually that's why 90% of the stuff I do, I'm just like, uh, okay, I'll just learn how to do it and I'll do it myself kind
3: of thing, Yeah, you know? it was nice having a producer for years that would actually go out and, and try to do that stuff. So we had some successes, which is great. Uh, probably the biggest thing, uh, we did a Pete Rose documentary about his playing career. Uh, called 4192 the crowning of the hit king back in 2010 and uh that's led to a couple other nice things oh yeah um and then like i said i I mostly make my living editing and i've been able to do some films uh that uh had val kilmer young rames uh james franco probably directly a result from Mm -hmm. knowing this cat um so you know cutting narrative is a passion and uh, the more i direct them I just feel like uh, somebody give me a million dollars. I'm ready to go. Let's
0: right. Do it exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'll keep asking for a million dollars and I'll accept something underneath it probably. And we'll figure it out. Just let me hit that sweet, sweet tax incentive number. What is it? 300 grand? Yeah. Th- 30%. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: I'm into it. We'll yeah, figure it out. It's good. I believe in it. All right, everybody. I'll put a GoFundMe. <laughs> Let's link do a at the bottom. <laughs> well, Thursday, how about you do the same too? Tell us, tell us who you are.
4: <clears throat> well, I am a documentary filmmaker from Hamilton, Ohio. I, tend to lean towards uh, civil rights uh, documentaries. <clears throat> My last one was, um, excuse me, <clears throat> what was, uh, yes, please. My last documentary film was called Breakfast in Collinsville and actually went viral. It was based on a traffic stop that I endured in uh, Illinois. And we actually s- investigated the, the officer who had pulled us over illegally and found out like a whole bunch of dirt on this guy oh, wow! and decided to throw it out on the internet in the form of film. And when we did that, you know, the news started coming lawyers started coming and uh i, I said well i don't know if i want to get involved with this and i got on um Ebaum's world i don't know if you're familiar with yeah, that a
0: huge there, was, fan.
4: there was just happened to be a lawyer that somebody had freebooted my movie and put it over there and i was going to be angry but I, I saw a lawyer on Ebound's world talking about different cases where he'd had that with other people and yeah. i said that's my guy if i'm going to get a lawyer that be that's my guy sure. so i got him unsolicited but anyway long sto- long story short we went to uh all the way up to the federal Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals in Chicago, and we end up creating new federal law, uh, extending the Fourth Amendment, um, called Huffy Reichert. So, okay. now, so now I get to kind of lecture at university sometimes and uh, make other movies.
0: That's so cool! Wow, wow you guys had such a cool life. It's really, it's funny because, like, I really feel. I mean, I know we've only really recently met, and I, I've known you for a little while, Terry, but not. Like I feel like it's really in the last year or two that we've mm-hmm. really gotten to know each yeah. other. But wow, what cool lies. Every time I think I was doing something right in the film industry, I meet people like you, and I'm just like, oh, I am not capped I am not caught up yet. So that, it, truly, thank you for like being such an inspiration because it's like we need that, right? You know what I mean? We oh, need I appreciate to see the successes that. and the wins and great. You're a young yeah. man
3: still. Yes, you've got time.
0: Allegedly, <laughs> honestly, I just have really good genetics. I'm not as young as I appear, which is really my secret. <laughs>
3: All right. I just feel like you know what's the point of being in this business if you're not going to find these creative outlets, right? Sure. And so if you're fortunate enough, which I feel like being in Cincinnati, you know, I'll tell people that, you know, I'm in this uh, video business a lot. They're like, oh, you get a lot of work. You should go out to L.A. and all this. I'm like, well, you know, we have so many Fortune 500 companies, so I'm able to balance that. Yeah. And I think I've done pretty well with that. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, because, I mean, doing client commercial work all the time can be, you know, a little bit draining, as you know. Sure. So you have to find the fun. Fit
0: in this box. Do this box exactly the way I need it. You know, yeah, it's it's thrilling but I mean I, well you know I say it and I don't mean it shitty but it is actually usually fun work it's nice and I always try to tell myself in those moments I'm like I'm doing the thing that everybody I graduated wishes they were doing right now kind of a thing you know so it's hard to it's really hard to be mad just make I the logo mo-
4: bigger man just make the logo bigger
3: right <laughs> <laughs> make the logo bigger you know it's, it's a good training ground to, that is funny yeah. because you have yeah. to work under strict deadlines and of course with you know, when I started editing, it was always at, you know, uh, edit bays where people would sit behind you. You know, I've had like right. 17 people sitting, you know, clipboards back, making notes. At my yeah, head. Exactly. So and like so, you said, yeah. it's all logo. Really. Yeah. <laughs> so Once you get past works. that, then, you know, it's it, the, the stress and the pressure has really kind of gone away. Now sure. you're just worrying about, you know, the creative and the other stuff, you're you know, you're prepared, you're ready to sure. to do your thing. So you
0: know, one of the things that happened for me when I did my first short was that I wanted to do this my whole life. But you know, I mean, again, I we moved to Cincinnati while I was like old enough to know better, but young enough to not have any control over where we moved, right? And I always I had this like creative passion and goal and. I, uh, you know, I had a lot of people that were always like, "This is not going to happen for you here. You should move to another market and all this kind of stuff." And you know, don't get me wrong. I spent a lot of years trying to figure out how to make enough money to do that, and then that never really panned out. So I was like, "Okay, well, I'll figure it out here." But I had been doing all this commercial video stuff, and I just remember where I had this like epiphany, and well, I'll tell you guys what that what caused the epiphany off air. That's good. Uh, but I had this epiphany, and I was just like, "We are." wasting all of our not wasting but we are utilizing almost all of our skill set to do these very corporate commercial videos which are functional and well made and then I'm like there's really no excuse for us to not spend one weekend and just try to make something we actually care about right right nice. and it kind of changed my whole career that was like 2017 and then people were like oh you could do that too and I'm like well, i think i probably always could have i just i didn't know better so maybe that's another soapbox moment just try that stuff and be bad at it uh what's the quote uh sucking at something is the first step to being sort of good at something so, right it's so cool well and you know i i, I don't want to bury the leak because i got to meet marty it was like one of my first things i, I remember did watching jungle.
3: that podcast yeah, that, that was, was cool
0: like and what a great guy so talk to me a little bit about how this all came together how we looking
3: yeah so I started my illustrious baseball career in 1974, so it was, you know, as a kid, I only knew Marty and and Joe. Sure. So I grew up idolizing a guy. I wanted to go into sports broadcasting, actually. Yeah. Went to Ohio State, uh, you know, changing majors, of course, but I always had my eye on doing that kind of thing. Him and Gary Burbank, uh, because Gary was with the comedy show and stuff. So it was great, you know, growing up in Cincinnati with those kind of legends, right? So... When the Pete thing came around, and we did that because of the 25th anniversary of him passing Ty Cobb, mm-hmm. Marty was more than happy to. He's like, "Yep, uh, come on down, you know, and do the thing." So I got to meet him. I hadn't really met him before then, and uh, that was great, great experience. So it came around, and our mutual buddy Josh Sneed, yeah. uh said, "Hey, you know, uh, Marty's going to retire." I said, "Yep, he deserves a film. Let's let's do it. Let's let's get it together so and ha- cool. make it happen." so of course uh marty's very humble believe it or not i mean a lot of people you know will say yeah he tells it like it is he does and everything but he's such a great guy yeah and uh he was like you guys don't want to do one about me nobody's gonna watch that stuff i'm like you know that's mm-hmm. what i mean you know yeah no and, but i love
0: that I, I totally got that same vibe out of him too yeah. And it's a very short meeting but what a just a sweet guy very he's down so to funny earth, yeah. too because yeah.
3: he wants to talk you know more about like he loves uh, for example yellowstone is his favorite show so he'll concentrate on that and That's then cool though. I just got to play in the Marty classic uh, golf outing. And the first thing he came up, he, he was asking uh, the, the current thing that Huff and I are working on is this docu series about marijuana smuggling. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just like, I can't wait to watch it. You know, so he's very supportive of that stuff. Yeah. It's not really about him or anything like that. That's a great cool. guy. So, so we got that in the can and, uh, and I'm uh, very proud of it. Um, you know,
0: and it's streaming everywhere now, right now? Like yeah. I was going to say, I know, the, if I'm not mistaken, Amazon, Tubi as well, right?
3: So it's on, uh, yeah, Tubi, it was on, uh, we almost, we cracked the top 20 on Apple iTunes, which is very I remember great.
0: that. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Congratulations. And, and I think
3: you know our distributor, uh, so Chase Crawford. Oh, yeah, uh, who was
0: just on the show a couple weeks back. Yeah, yeah great guy, I remember too. that. Mm-hmm.
3: So uh, he's got an outfit, four by three, mm-hmm. and uh, so they're kind of an aggregator and get you in the door to these places. So, so cool. it's on Amazon now, too, um, which is great. So pick it up. Yeah, definitely check
0: it out. It's a perfect time for that, right? And it's
3: more than, I always say this, including the Pete doc too, uh, we try to do documentaries that are bigger than just kind of this, you know, you get tagged as this regional filmmaker type person. Of course. whatever. So uh, there's some fun stories in there. You know, Vince Scully just passed. Uh, Marty's got a great kind of tribute in there. Uh, Kirk Herbstreet's in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, he talks a bit about broadcasting and, and all those things. Oh, that's and really cool. Nick Lachey's in there. And, yeah. and we love Nick. So, um, yeah, it's 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 it's. It, I try to make him you know edutaining, I guess, educational yeah. and, and entertainment. Sure. So there's a. I, I always say that you'll cry and you'll you'll laugh too. It's, Marty's very funny, and
0: uh, I good. think you do a great job in this end, and I think you do it also in the narrative stuff that I've worked on with you. But I think you do a really great job of capturing the like the genuine moments. And I know we were talking off air where we're. Like I think audiences in general are just craving something authentic and real. Mm. And that's real. It's like having, like, uh, here's like a little, a little heater right here, a little joke. And then you're like, but then here's actually something a little serious too, where, you know, it keeps it from being vanilla. It's actually something yeah. you want to watch, you know? Yeah.
3: I try to, you know, it's, it's an in the moment thing. I, sure. I kind of have a little bit of a Zen type thing that I, I try to live my life through. And, and I want that to come through in that. It's like, this was real on camera. Well, it's, whether well, it's true. <laughs>
0: It's <laughs> true, at least learned, the person As we've that, learned through yeah. our yeah. marijuana smuggling <laughs> yeah. a lot of
3: things can be fictitious. But at least it's real according to that moment. Yeah. And, um, and that's what you try to capture.
0: Well, before, I, well, I do want to talk about the docu-series, because I'm very personally interested in it. Uh, and I think everybody should be. But I want to talk about your screening that's coming up, too. So what? How, how did that all come together in the first place? And tell me a little bit about the movie.
3: Yeah, so you've met uh, Ducksback, who mm-hmm. I've known for years through advertising and stuff. Yeah. And he had the same passion. Great, great writer. Great writer. And, uh, and you were part of our With This Ring yeah. um, winter film. Which was also great. Great role. I love casting you because you. you're, you're, you're funny, of course, but... Again, like you just said, you're real, and there's a humanistic side that comes across relatability, sure, thank you. and I really and, and really that. hysterically funny.
0: Um, Looking at <laughs> <my> casting markers.
3: <laughs> well, Doug uh, and I had talked about like you know we wanted to uh, we have a few scripts in the can, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, which one do you want to do? You know, can we go after funding? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, at this point, whichever one gets funded first, let's just do it. Yeah. And he found uh, he, he wrote this great story based on a, on a real life uh, thing where uh, somebody that he knew. Uh, was a young dancer who got cancer and uh, uh, lost a leg from it, and uh, they thought that their dream of dancing uh, was over. Oh, wow! And 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 so this story is really uh, you know based in a lot of that. Yeah. And then one of his friends who ended up uh, funding the short uh, was real passionate. His daughter was a story consultant. She's a dancer in New York, and uh, I was like, yeah, this is a this is cool. This is a drama. It's something that I haven't really directed before, and um, you know, let's let's see where we land. And I'm very happy with the way it turned out. We had a a great crew. Um, Doug wrote a great script, of course. Uh, The uh, most awesome producer, Michelle uh, Schneider, who I have to give a shout out to. Um, And and just this young cast, uh, when you see the lead, um, Endaya Hopkins uh, just crushed it. Um, Just amazing uh, at uh, carrying it at 19 years old.
0: It's crazy, right? And,
3: And so, basically, we did this short as a kind of proof of concept to try to get funding for the feature version. We have a feature script and uh, we wanna celebrate a little bit and we're gonna invite some other kind of industry folks uh, next uh, Friday at the RJ Cinema next to Jungle Jim's Eastgate yeah and uh, I'm hoping that you're going to yeah, be there, I you got there. The yeah I will be there to be awesome so, uh, yeah and uh, you know let us know if you uh, think it sucks or if it's great or whatever yeah, exactly. and then uh, we'll move on to the to the thing that I I hate and I suck at is trying to raise money
0: <laughs> no but hey but look, look I'm hoping maybe this clip will help we'll just keep I'll just keep running that on TikTok <laughs> good, sure. like please just <laughs> I'm begging you, to have a group. you yeah. want to be filmmaker and yeah, use your money yeah <laughs> for real and it's it's, that fun, it's It's the worst part of the industry, realistically. Like, it is. Know? I mean, you, you it's know. It's a necessary evil. But. Yeah.
3: I think the three of us, uh, I've met some real artsy, artsy people in the business, and, and that's great. We need that. Yeah. Um, who really are just doing it, you know, to, to express. And I try to do that too, but I also want to make a living at this. So I try sure. to be real. Do we have something that's got a return on investment potential business? I think it's a great story. And, you know, we've submitted to some film festivals, Sundance. It's a it's a pipe dream. You never know, but you know uh,
0: always you know, submit. Why not? Yeah,
3: why not? You can't. you know, And get their in fee if you is
0: surprisingly submit. low for submission. Yeah, for, them. for real. Absolutely, yeah. compared yeah. to some. Oh yeah, for sure. You'll see some of those where I'm like, huh? This city I've never heard of thinks it's worth that much to enter. That's crazy. Sunday it's just half the price. You know, I'm yeah. like I've heard of that.
3: I think at that point, they're probably just taking your money, though, unless you have Sandra Bullock in oh, your short sure. or something.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, look, maybe that's how we raise money is we start a fake film festival right. and then we write a film about us starting the fake film festival yeah. to fund our film careers. There's a lot of F words. I was there.
3: literally going to create like a bio of this fake director that went into obscurity after the 60s. That's and like you made a comeback, this is a comeback
0: Why not? You know, that's know, the next some, you know. Hey, look, <laughs> you've nailed the docu-series. Let's make a mock you series. Mock you series, announced. yes. That's amazing. So you both worked on the upcoming, speaking of docu-series, you yeah. both worked on the upcoming. Uh,
3: yeah, so a little story about that. Um, you know, back to the Marty thing, yeah. I had my premiere because it was during COVID at the Starlight Drive-In. Yeah. And which was amazing. Uh, great place to do it, especially for that great turnout. And I had a couple sponsors and our lead sponsor uh, ended up uh, asking me, do I do other movies? And he had this book uh, called Smuggler's Ghost. And I said, uh, yeah, you know, I'm down. Uh, Let me read it. It was great. Gave it to him. He said, yep, liked it. Now we got to go find out if this guy's alive. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely got the Huff stamp of approval. (laughs) Yeah. Right up my alley. Well, it is. That's a bonus too. He's, he's a fine producer, of course, but then, you know, when it's a subject matter that's near and dear. <laughs> right. you know, I start pouring my own money into it.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, I'm hey, going, man. Yeah. 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 There's samples on this shoot, <laughs> <laughs> right. but so, you, the, I'm guessing so, he was so, alive. So right? he was
3: alive and, uh, and, and he went down to kind of a pre-interview uh, to talk shop if you will. So they yeah. didn't think I was a square or something. I indulge, but I'm not, that well informed. With, sure, you know, no, I tell you <laughs> um, so A casual observer, <laughs> <of> a casual <laughs> observer. So, um, so then it just kicked off, and we—it's uh, it's been a year since we started shooting, and so now we're finally in post and uh, breaking out our 90 hours plus of of stuff. He and I are are going through and logging it and and finding all the tidbits. And we were like at first we were like maybe it's just a 90 minute doc, but after just you know. A film just expands. A, yeah. a documentary, you know. A film, of course, is scripted and stuff. Right. So you, you know, but just... well, this was supposed to be based on the book.
4: Yeah. And so once the we got into the book and we realized that our subject was kind of a, he's a little disconnected from reality oh. to a degree. But that's kind of fun, right? It it, it is, but it ain't. Especially right. <laughs> it's it's tough interview. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're trying to get a guy to talk and he's just like. Argh. You know, like right. off on some uh, on, on another planet, it yeah. makes it kind of difficult to to do interviews. Oh, but, but but fortunately, cats, fortunately, but... I was going to say, but fortunately, he's connected to so many other people that are from the same county, right. and they're all from like Pinellas County, Florida, and they all have these record-setting marijuana busts really? which are even some are even uh, even connected to an FBI cover-up.
3: These guys were the original gangsters of the the the. the Guys that said we're specifically going to Jamaica yeah. to bring back weed to to sell in America. The pioneers. So they were the pioneers. pioneers, and that and some of them are still alive. Some of them, you know, are gone. One of them, you know, died of mysterious circumstances. <laughs> sure. So it's a really great thing. And we were like,
0: he went and, on a boat, and yeah. then the
3: boat only came
0: back. <laughs> you know, and
3: they're, they're all like in their seventies and eighties and stuff. Sure. So they're they're like spewing all this stuff to all us, right. like. Like we were surprised because people have asked, are they worried about, you know, somebody's going to knock them off or are they going to get arrested again? Sure. I'm like, well, I think they're past all that. They've all done some, right, certain jail time and stuff. So they're talking about all this crazy stuff that went down, you know, late 60s, early 70s and stuff. And uh, and it expanded, like Huff said, to some other cats that were a part of that. And they did different ones. So like the first one that was really based on the book, it's called the Hatchy Seven, Hatchy, Florida, <laughs> and uh, the seven. They brought in um, 20,000 pounds, and that was the biggest at that time. And, you know, Crazy. Walter Concrete, you know, covered yeah. it. Uh, this place called The Road to Nowhere where uh, Steve Croft of 60 Minutes took down this creepy ass, we went down this thing. It's five miles into the Florida nowhere, yeah. you know, where people, I mean, there was – yeah. Shotgun shells and uh, bullets <laughs> all of We're like, yeah, a couple of alligators yeah. down there. <laughs> the townspeople people freaked us out too cuz they were kind of laughing at us with a smirk like, yeah, you guys don't want to go down there. You know, they yeah. were like, well, we got to need to shoot it for the I wouldn't go down. I wouldn't even go down there in a day. Well, the, whole, <laughs>
4: the whole idea about that area, it's in Dixie okay. County, Florida. Mm-hmm. And what they what is well known is that a lot of the establishment was in on smuggling. Oh, so this yeah, this road to nowhere, which is like what 7 miles long goes straight into the swamp in the, in the literally in, in the middle of nowhere, Start they called the road to nowhere. And it was built with county funds. Wow. And uh, the, the the police officers and, and sheriffs of, of that area that weren't on the take, yeah. they paid to have under surveillance.
0: Wow, that's so cool. Oh my God, I can't wait to watch this, guys. Yeah, we have that's a couple really cool. more
3: interviews that we need to do, mm-hmm. including some really like a, he was an ex CIA mercenary and stuff. Like he used to screw with the smugglers. Like he blew up their boat and, and tried to extort them, and, and he, he's still alive.
4: He burned that's a guy's crazy. house down. Yeah, and then he. Uh, now that's he a scary guy. Yeah. A bomb. Yeah. yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, now yeah. he's he's
3: up there. He's probably eighty something, whatever. But uh, we're trying to get you know him on camera. We, I'm, I
4: don't know, man. Crazy doesn't know any age. Is,
3: you that's know I mean? true. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. he was pretty yeah, he
4: was pretty upset when I contacted him <laughs> out yeah. of the blue. He told me to f off. Oh my wow. god, <laughs> that's. A,
3: he's like, all those guys are lying about me. And you're like, oh. You know, come tell your story then. Exactly, come come clear the we're not taking yeah. sides. Yeah, we just find all. the whole thing fascinating, documenting sure. it.
0: Yeah, and, of course. Yeah. yeah, We're trying to take an unbiased view of this story. Absolutely. Oh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, So it
3: grew to a what we hope is like a three episode docuseries, you know. Maybe more. That's kind of what's in now. Yeah,
0: you know? cool. So, yeah. Well, I can't wait to see that. It, look, you guys have some cool stuff. You know, and I, as we get near to what I would consider wrapping up here, I got to also drop a little lead that, Huff, you'll be back with me at some point, because you and I have been talking about this for a while. Oh, yeah. Do you want to just drop a quick teaser on Sauce for me?
4: Man, if you guys could get down here to Jungle Gems. <laughs> Thank you. They have, uh, they have an excellent, pretty much an excellent selection of just about anything that you could ever imagine. But the hot sauce department here and Eastgate have uh they actually feature my friend's hot sauce called DAT sauce, DAT sauce. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also have a ketchup Ooh. and it tends to be uh, my favorite because it's all natural. There's no gluten and uh, no uh, high fructose corn syrup. For,
1: no it, corn, it, no corn at. syrup <laughs> at all,
4: but it is delicious. And uh, my I, personally, I, I, I love the ketchup. You can use it for like so many different things. And they're, they're also a, uh, uh, they've been helping us out with the film, so That's super cool. Thank you, Scott Green, if you happen to watch this. <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll make him watch. I uh, actually, I've got, I got that CIA guy's gonna go burn his house down to be yeah. out. So, uh, and dat hot sauce, literally Death sauce, dat sauce, D A T sauce. That's awesome. So yeah, we'll definitely set something up.
3: Yeah, that'd be I'm good. Man. You know, I want to give a shout out to Film Cincinnati. You mm-hmm. know, Chris and everyone over there has been yeah. doing oh. great, and is and, awesome. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and I do want to really, you know see more Cincinnati filmmakers, of course, Ohio filmmakers, but yeah. you know, we have a great tax incentive and let's let's, let's have all, you know, this is an all Cincinnati crew we and cast and- All in. All in. <laughs> There's a good plug. <laughs> probably give a shout out to the, to the crew
4: and everybody that helped out with
3: it. Yeah, film. no, absolutely. Totally. Warner, uh, I said earlier about- uh, you know our our crew oh, right. on on this. Uh, Berko's awesome. working yeah. with you. He's a audi- great oh, audio man. guy. And just, Let me some and Burko. That just made
0: me realize too, Berko. Sorry about that. I've been meaning to meet the for, <laughs> for like since we finished with this ring. Oh. oh, I'm the worst.
3: Yeah, you guys are right around the corner. I know. I have others, no right, good yeah. excuse
0: either, except that I just, you know me. I'm always like nose the grindstone, yeah. constantly working sure. and trying to do something, and then I'm like, fun. What do I even like anymore? You know. <laughs>
2: But
3: that's the, that's the other thing, too, is like, you know, it, it, we have such a great filmmaking community. There's yeah. so many. There are a lot of great audio people. There's a lot of great shooters out there, a lot of great editors. And, yeah. And, of course, talent and stuff. And I, I think it'd be fun. I know they got things like Sofa and, and sure. you know, there's a couple other groups like that. But, you know, more practical. Let, let, let's let all network and get together more yeah. and, and, and make some stuff. And, you know, you know hit me up anytime. I'm, I'm always willing to. Collaborate on something. I so. love that. That's yeah. really cool.
0: Well, thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. Yes, thanks for having us on the on Friday. I'll drink to that. Yeah, seriously. So me too. Uh, I'm out here with my code red zero today. I'm really this is not alcohol. <laughs> if it's not. It's just cider. Right. Good stuff. Well, gentlemen, thanks again. Looking forward to the next short. It's gonna be awesome. Have a great day. All that stuff. I don't know how to do a closer. This is not my <laughs> finest part of the show. Ever. <laughs> And that's the show, folks. Thanks so much for joining me here. T- today, I'm just live in the WJJI studio, hanging out. I'm, I'm down one person today, COVID. Um, <laughs> but still having a lot of fun here. Look, I probably have some time off coming up soon. So we'll have some fun things going on. I'm trying to rework. I'm always trying to rework the show and try to figure out what you want. So this is a great opportunity for you to reach out to me, Mark. That's me. I don't know who you are uh, at podcast podcast.junglegyms.com because I like doing stuff that you all want to see on the show. I'd like you to feel like you're a part of it. I love running into you. I just ran into two dudes on my way back to the booth carrying all these bottles of wine earlier and they were like, we love the show. I was like, please tell me what you'd like to see more of. And while I love talking to you, I I would love for you all to feel like you can engage with me. So, you know, I know I mean it very genuinely. I am just as easy to talk to as I appear on the show. It's all real. Very authentic here. They like that. Um, But I'd love to hear some more feedback from all of you. So in the meantime... We've got some cool stuff coming up. I've got a whole episode on Sweden coming up. Uh, Jimmy, who you've met on the show a few times, he just got back from Italy and we're going to do a whole thing with him talking about his experience over in Italy and they were learning about wines and food. He's got a lot of thoughts and they're always very interesting. Jimmy's a very detail-oriented guy. I like that about him and it should be a lot of fun for you. I'll be curious to hear what you think about that. But in the meantime, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you all so much for listening every week as always. I appreciate it. We are consistently one of the world's top 100 food shows. How insane is that? It's crazy. I think about it all the time and I'm like, oh, this is very weird, but very cool. Just like Jungle Gyms. So I will see you all out there in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Morrison.